0: From the front lines. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We We are are the Forum Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve.
1: On the phone for the fans of Bleed Blue Show Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud got two points versus the division leader Carolina Hurricanes. That's the way we want to kick off this new year. Welcome to 2023, Blue Blue Show Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud. First episode of our a quartet of shows: uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Without further ado, let's get the guys on and just have a fun dialogue. Let's, let's loosey Lucy, man. That was a strong third period. I love the way the Rangers played from the second period on. I hate the fact they gave up back-to-back, I don't call it back-to-back, but quick goals after tying the game up twice,
2: but let's talk about it,
1: let's see, Glenn, say hello to the
2: people, how you doing, man, how's everything, happy new year? Hello, happy new year to you and everyone out there, Steve, Uh, very, very impressive win tonight, I think, Uh, especially coming back against a team that doesn't lose leads in the third period, doesn't give up goals in the third period, Uh, one of the hottest teams in the league, and uh, to come up with a, a big comeback win tonight, uh, I feel like there's just like so much to talk about, and I can't wait to get started. I hear that,
1: man. Shout out to Glenn. Thank you very much. Happy New Year, and Happy New Year to you, Scott, Mr. Ice Guy Blander, and of course, uh, the Face Off Hockey Podcast with his Guy Patrick. What's up, Scotty? How you doing, man?
0: Yes, good evening, gentlemen. Yeah, this this was a fun one. Uh Carolina's always a tough team. Uh 11 game win streaks snapped in regulation. Very nice. Uh second time now we've uh or second time that I can think of that we've been down a goal and it's nice when you when you go into that third period down a goal. It's it's it, it second time that they got it early. Uh also the Islander game, they were down by a goal going into the third. They, you know, it's nice to not have to well we're going to sweat the third period regardless but it's nice to get that goal early instead of you know with five six minutes left to pull the goalie or whatnot uh they did it again tonight and they just own that third period and that's very uncharacteristic of uh you know rangers carolina game carolina you know <laughs> has had these periods with playoffs regular season last year where they would just have the puck the entire period and you know outshoot the rangers like like 12 to 3 uh but you know we we had the we had a 14-7, to 7, and the Rangers just own that third period and well-deserved two points out of that.
1: Yeah, you know, I thought about that, Scott, not just with the Carolina Hurricanes, but pretty much all season, even though we haven't really hit our strides like that yet. I was thinking about it in tonight's game. I was like, the last couple of years when we played teams like Carolina, Pittsburgh, I haven't really seen an aggressive forecheck out of these opponents. It seemed like a lot of these games we've been beating ourselves. And Glenn, I'll go back to you because this was a a hell of a win tonight, and especially uh, you know the the big, you know the nice win in Florida or versus the Panthers. They should have beat the damn Lightning in the shootout. They had to, they had they could have went up and, and won the shootout twice with Hedo uh, and Cackle, but they didn't close the deal. Only got one point out of that, Glenn. But your thoughts? And let's go back to this Washington game because that kind of still irks me a little bit. I know that people may want to say that's all in the past now, but damn, you beat the Carolina Hurricanes, right? But these games do do pop up here and there, man. With uh, like that late egg effort versus the Capitals, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. But we're going to talk about it. We don't miss nothing here, even though we're off a week. Bring your thoughts, everything. I'll get my notepad ready to feed off of what you're saying and discuss after that. And then let's have some fun, man.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, that Washington game was pretty unwatchable. They were so listless. I mean, it reminded me of that Chicago game earlier in the season where uh, they just didn't show up from start to finish. And... uh, you know, you wonder, you, you go back and you're like, what is with this team? I mean, they seem to be getting a little momentum and then, you know, they have a game where they lay an egg like that. But, you know, you look at all the games surrounding it, um, you know, they got some nice wins. Like Scott said, that Islander win coming back, Tampa game that they played them toe to toe as far as I was concerned and, and could have won that game. Uh, you come back in this one and, uh, uh, play against a team that's as hot as any team in the league. And, uh, Uh, It plays so well defensively uh, against a goalie that won uh, uh, rookie of the month in December uh, with a goals against, I think I saw it was like 1.69, making you wonder if uh, Carolina wants to, you know, tell Freddie Anderson, you know, just hang out for a while. You'll be okay. Just, you know, get your rest. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that Washington game was just kind of plopped in the middle of a bunch of other really good efforts. You wonder where they come from sometimes. But, uh, you know, they do happen. I think the, the the thing that we have to be happy about is, uh, you know, after you saw that Washington game, you're like, oh, man, we've got Tampa coming up. we got Carolina coming up. we got Florida down there who can score goals. Um, and, uh, you know, you're kind of looking ahead and you're like, wow, this is going to be a tough stretch here. This could turn into a little bit of a losing streak. And then they, uh, you know, they bounce right back and play against some, you know, some real good competition and uh you know just go stride for stride with them and uh you know show what they can do so uh you know you got to kind of as far as i'm concerned yeah you don't want to just forget about that washington game but you kind of gotta just you know that's what they tell the players to do right just throw in the dumpster and and move on and uh uh and that was obviously a reference to galant calling them garbage that night but uh yeah, no, I mean, you got to be happy the way they bounce back. They've played against good competition. Uh, they scored five goals uh, the other night in Florida. They scored five goals tonight. Uh, so, you know, things seem to be uh, back on track and clicking. And, uh, you know, I think they're showing again that uh, they can play with all of the top teams in the league. And this is where they were toward the end of last year. And this is where they uh, are getting to uh, now with, uh, you know, about about the halfway point of the season which is great because, um, you know, as we saw the other night, they beat Florida, and I think they jumped three teams uh, with those two points, and that's how close it is. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you can't afford a, a two-game or a three-game losing streak because uh, uh, everybody else is winning and, and everything is so tight. Um, you know, so, so they can't afford to have those stinkers anymore. They they threw away enough points early in the season, and, uh, you know, they, they, they got to... You know, just do what they can to get as many points as they can right now, and just keep this going.
1: All right, Scott. What are your thoughts, man? Um, good win tonight.
0: Very good win.
1: That's a that's probably that's probably the, what the second best win of the year I would say
0: outside of the home opener. <laughs> or what do you thought? Uh yeah, I. Yeah, I'll absolutely agree with that. Uh, yeah, the home opener was glorious. Um, yeah, no, I I can put that in here uh, in, in that category. They kept coming back. You know, Carolina's the kind of team where if they get a three goal lead, it's pretty much over. Uh, and a two goal lead, very very difficult to come back. Um, and the Rangers just did not let that happen. They they you know they went down one, and and it can be very deflating uh, to to you know get that goal. Um the first two goals were on the power play. So again they um you know weren't doing they they, they weren't terrible on 5 on 5 but you know they they just here we are in the second period, you know, late second period, we have two goals are both on the power play. Um, and it, it's got to be very deflating to get those goals that are, that are very hard to come against the Carolina team. And then within 20 seconds, 30 seconds, uh, they get it right back and it happened twice. It happened, you know, happened twice uh, there, you know, late in the second period to take that one goal lead uh, into the third for Carolina. And it, it, did not have that effect. You know, this is a Rangers team that can bounce back from from anything. The whole no-quit in New York that started last year, um, you know, with the playoffs. Um, and, and they're showing that, that same kind of resolve. They did not get deflated by that happening twice. They did not let the game get out of hand. And then they hit the ice uh, running in the third period and just did not look back. Um, so, yeah, I will definitely put this, uh, uh, I'll agree with their uh, number two win of the year, definitely. Um, you know, honorable mention to the game we were at in Philly, just because <laughs> we were all there. And it was always nice to win in Philly. <laughs> but <right>. um, <laughs> No, this is a very, very satisfying one, because, uh, you know, Philly's garbage. The Rangers had, you know, that game went exactly how it's supposed to go, but this one was a big question mark, uh, because Carolina kept coming back and answering, taking that lead into the third period, where as someone mentioned they are they, you know they don't give up leads in the third period, but uh the rangers did not uh did not get deflated at all None, nothing got to them and they just took over fourteen shots in the third period against carolina that just does not happen um and you know it, this is just an all around great great win yeah and that's where man. Dude. You know, yeah, I just I just want to add that that pa- that penalty at the end was, was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. It's nice to be on the uh, on the getting end of one of those calls. Uh but that was a terrible call that uh took away from, you know, I mean it's great for us. I'll take it. Yes, we win. Uh we get an empty uh, uh, the, the the elusive empty net power play goal. Uh yeah, I don't. I'm sure we. I'm sure we've seen those before, but uh, I can't remember the last time I saw one of those. So uh, we'll take it. But it did take away from uh, you know the what should have been down the stretch. Took away from the integrity of the game a little bit, I think. So I just want to get that on record. Uh, even as a Ranger fan, I can admit that that was a terrible call. But you know, it pretty much helped put the game away with uh, with three and a half minutes left. So uh, we will take it, especially with. Uh, you know, like people have mentioned, uh, you know, with, with the first third quarter or third of the season that we had, with the little margin of error, uh, we will, that that we that we do have in 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 you know laying the stinker like we did against uh, uh, against Washington. But the difference now, I think, this is a different team. I mean, personnel wise, no, you know, of course they're not different, but this is a different team. You, you can tell they're 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 more relaxed. They're having fun out there finally. Um, and 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 they showed what what happens when when they laid that stinker against Washington they came back uh in, you know in glorious fashion yes the uh you know they followed it up by leaving a point on the table, but getting, uh, you know, getting the one point in Tampa and now back-to-back wins on the road in Florida. I know Florida is not quite the same team they were last year. And this is certainly not the same Bobrovsky <laughs> that they had last year, but, uh, in any case, it's still tough to get wins against them. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're still a, a very good team. And I think they will climb in the standings, uh, as the season goes on. Uh, and then of course tonight, you know, we, can't say it enough how uh, how satisfying of a win this was to uh, to snap that 11 game streak and and in the fashion they did it in I just I I just I love this third period uh, this is definitely one of my favorite periods uh, that that we've seen all year uh, you know I, I guess the third period against the Islanders just as good in fact I think it was the exact same score I think they were both three two and ended five three. Um, so it's just 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 good to see, just good to see the Rangers just not get flustered and just hit the ice running in the third period and and, and you know grab them by the throat and never look back, because that's what Carolina does to us uh, in, in in situations like that. So it was nice to, uh, to turn the tables on them and get a very. Uh, a a very well-needed, you know, two points here. And, uh, you know, and I want to say, you know, we can't even say, what are they, eight points back at Carolina now? I think they they also have a couple games in hand. But, um, you you know, the the, the division, you know, we're not even halfway there yet. The division is completely up for grabs. Uh I mean like on December 6th we were 14 points back of the Devils and now it's one. So uh you know anything's possible. I don't know if I see Carolina uh having a span at the end of their losing streak like the Devils have had and continue to have, which is glorious by the way. I don't I don't see Carolina cuz I think Carolina's a more complete team than the Devils are. Um but uh you know 8 points less than halfway through the season is definitely gettable. But I think at this point I'm I'm very comfortable in the two I'm I'm comfortable with the two. Uh doesn't have to be the one but, you know, well up for grabs.
1: Yeah, great point because um the Washington game is one like we had a chance to stop a serious streak they were on and we didn't get the job done but going up against the best team in the division standards-wise uh, in Carolina. That, that's a good, good mark. You know, I, I would agree with you, Scott. This was the best period of the season. I mean, we may say Tampa Bay is the best game. best period was definitely the third period of tonight's game. And you're saying a different team. I just think we're just playing better. It goes back to what I was saying Um, the last time we were on here. You sure up the defense and things could change. Um, I didn't think. After that, was- okay, go back to the Islander game. I thought we, did. we we finished strong in that one, right? Then go to the uh, the uh, the Washington game. Everything was okay, even with Washington up one nothing after the power play. But it seemed like the win was taken out of the sails after those two goals in the second period. And then the Rangers just let's call it what it was. Quit. They quit. But it's all good. Um, <laughs> the t- they, they, that was excellent defense versus Tampa Bay, man, on the road. Um, it is really to keep a lot of that star power. Uh, Stanley Cup, you know, you know, their era with Stamkos and uh, uh, Vasilevsky, you know, and, and, and Ned, and, of course, uh, Kucherov and Braden Point is back. Remember, he was even there in that playoff run last year. He was out for a lot of games. And, and that's a lot of firepower you got to fight off. And they did a, as best of a job they could. They could get to a shootout where they had actually the chance to win twice in that session. Florida, on the other hand, listen, this is not the same Florida team, man. I mean, Florida, and I could go back to Glenn on this, like, last year, their offense was so potent. And it's a year-to-year thing with this this league. Every, Every year, it's like, a team shows up, a team falls back. A team that's down goes up. Like, dirt, like the, the Devils was on the up at the end of last year. They were riding that wave, and the Islanders, they came back. But the, the Florida Panthers were kind of in the same boat on the opposite end where they were on an offensive juggernaut, but they never had no defense. And, the, and that's what showed to me in that game versus them uh, on New Year's Day. They have no defense. And, I mean, they were – the advantage that was splitting, like, three defenders and, and, and five holding through uh, bravosky's legs. And, and, I mean, they and then the, the, the big pass from Clyder, the free, free, the free Troche. You should never get that behind, uh, the defenders like that. They just don't have no good defense, man. But you had to do what you had to do. You took advantage and you move on with the two points. After getting the, uh, the the shutout one point in in, in Tampa Bay, but it, after the Washington game, it was about the defense, and the defense showed up tonight. After like you said, Sky, and I said it earlier, they had the um we they had the lead, we tie it, we give up the goal, we, we didn't show up the defense after the uh, center uh, the center ice face off to, to just to keep it at bay. But what I really did like tonight, Sky, there's a bunch of things, and I'll go back to Glen because I don't want to hog all the mic. Well, uh, sure up the defense. <laughs> after, Jones, Steve. <laughs> Yeah, the two-to-two. Two. You know, after tying up the second time, they sure up the defense. Uh Like, like uh, with that early goal in the third period. It was, it was, a, it was a flu uh, Yeah, it was a flu goal. You know, he had a little spin-a-rooney thingy kind of thing, and just just threw it towards the net and it goes in. That's what you got to do, put a shot on goal. And um we were just clicking after that. And Scott, yeah, we we caught some breaks, man. They had some bad calls, and Brent Burns was fuming. Rob Brennamore was fuming. Um, hey, hey let's, let's take it and build a positive off of that, because uh, these teams are like like you said, guys. Like these teams are really right there man i mean washington had a hot I, you know glenn i thought we wrote off washington i thought they were a show themselves yeah but ever since yeah. i guess ovechkin was getting like uh, 1600 goals or whatever it is he's getting <laughs> 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 you know we were like all right man but they're done you know but nah they literally won every game in, their, in the month it's ours and the, the senators or some shit so uh glenn your thoughts uh, i just think the defense is doing their job and the offense is eventually going to come around. And what, one more point I want to say about the game, this particular game. It's really hard to keep uh, Sebastian Aho off guard. I thought uh, Lindgren did a fantastic job as best as he could. He's going to get loose, and that's what he does against us. You could contain him for, like, a damn – it seems like all game, and he'll just get loose on you, man. I, but I thought the defense was fantastic as it could be on him tonight. And they did a fantastic job against Seth Jarvis, who – I really think he's a very talented uh, player. He's going to have a very good, very good uh, next few years, uh, Seth Jarvis for
2: the Carolina Hurricanes. What's your thoughts, uh, Gwen? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and, I, and I'll go a step further even, Steve. I thought they did a great job on Matthew Kachuk on Sunday. Um, you know, so they're, it, it seems like they're trying to take the better play, players um, of the other team out of the game, uh, which I think is smart. Um, you know, we saw it tonight with Ajo. We saw it Sunday with Matthew, Matthew Kachuk. Um, and I, I think just overall the team defense is, uh, has really improved. I mean, even in the last two weeks since we last spoke, even Panarin's made some nice uh, defensive plays. So, um, you know, so I, I think it's a combination of that. But, but what I what I like about what we've seen in the last couple of weeks, the Honda game, this game, even the Tampa game where they played very strongly in the third period. Um, it, it seems like the, every game now they're coming out to play in the third period. Obviously, Washington, anything we talk about tonight will be with the exception of Washington. Uh, but, um, you know, we, we spoke earlier in the season where they were blowing leads in the third period. Remember we were talking about, no quit in New York from, from last year. Where would that go? Well, it seems to be back because it, it seems now that there's no lead that's insurmountable, um, whereas earlier in the season it seemed like no Ranger lead was comfortable. Um, and, and I think that's something that in the last couple of weeks uh, I, I'm seeing an improvement, that, and, and that really gets me excited because, you know, this league is so, so many games are tight, so, so many one-goal games. And, you know, you you really got to come out in the third period ready to play because basically that's when the games are decided. And, uh, you know, I think that's something that we've seen uh, over the last couple of weeks where, like I said, they had a strong third period in Tampa, even though they lost that game. Um, but, uh, the, you know, the Florida game, every time Florida made it a one-goal game, the Rangers got one back. Uh, so, you know, they're kind of playing, it almost seems like with – a killer instinct that we didn't see earlier in the year and uh you know I know we're only you know not quite halfway through the season but um that's what I think excites me the most about uh, what I've seen over the last couple of weeks that they're that they seem to be coming out with that killer instinct in the third period um a couple of things, one, one other thing I would mention today and maybe we could talk about that a little more if you want we are seeing the maturation of Ke'Andre Miller into a top-notch two-way defenseman. Boy, he really impressed me tonight. He's impressed me, uh, you know, going forward. I think he's improved even since the beginning of this season. And, uh, you know, I- I'm real excited about that, too, because, you know, we were hoping that was going to come. We-, we thought it was going to come. And he just seemed so much more confident, uh, more confident with the puck on offense. Certainly on defense, and uh, I think we're we're seeing such improvement from him, from Kako. You know, we can talk about some of the individual players. I even thought Krasov made a couple of good plays tonight. So, um, you know, we could talk about the team, but we could also talk about some of the individual players that I think are really uh, kind of coming around into their own and uh, really making some contributions to this team.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could definitely talk about that. We could go to Scott with that because um, I, you know, Keonji to me, honestly, he's kind of where he I expect him to be. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what, what I what I would look at, and we could go to go to Scott and get his thoughts. Somebody like Tackle who skated well, who's been skating, yeah. well, skating strong on top of that. I would also look at somebody like Jimmy V C. He I mean, he's been skating real hard. Oh. In, in situations, man. I, I like what he's been doing with him and good Girl, yeah. man. Uh, Scott, what are your thoughts? Uh, like, who... Who, do you, who? If you want to answer Glenn's... Oh, Glenn, ask,
2: ask Scott the question. Ask, ask Scott the question as far as how you want to frame it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, to like you said, there are so many players. I think Jimmy Beasley's earned himself a contract for next year. Hopefully they can, you know, fit him in because uh, he's proven to be a real valuable player no matter where they put him. Uh, you know, we... we We talked about how he was just, you know, a fourth-line guy. That's what he was trying to do and everything. But, uh, you know, he's he's done well when he's been on the first line. He's done well no matter what players he he plays with. You know, different lines, as we know, have different roles. And, you know, he seems to be able to adapt, uh, whether he's playing right wing, left wing, uh, in more of a defensive role and more of an offensive role. Uh, I've been super impressed with him, too. And, um, you know, I think he's earned a spot on this team. So, uh, yeah, Scott, I would say if you want to pick, you know, the couple of players th- through the course of the season that, uh, you know, you think have really been kind of the uh, the underrated stars of the team or guys that, you know, we may not have have expected as much from that have really, uh, you know, uh, turned the corner for this team and are really playing well right now.
0: Um, yeah, well, you know, VZ, uh not the first time we've mentioned him. Um he's definitely earned himself a spot. Um, Now, yeah, when when, when they're putting him on the top six, uh, you you know, he is giving it his all. Um, I just don't see – I would like more firepower. And I think, um, you know, I've been saying this since day one, even though things are a lot better, um, you know, from that seven-game win streak on, uh, things are where, you know, it's a different team, like I said. I I still – think we're we're some personnel short again you know this is kind of similar team to where they were last year and then of course we had three you know massive additions at the trading deadline and i honestly believe that those with that those three guys were the difference uh to making it within two games of the stanley cup finals um so i don't think we're at that level even though we are playing a lot better So I still would like uh, a little more firepower. I know I keep saying Patrick Kane, uh, you know, uh, there's got to be another right wing. It doesn't have to be him, um, but I think we do desperately need a right wing. The moral of the story is um, I, I, I don't, see Jimmy V Z being uh, on the first or second line. Uh, if this team wants to be a Stanley Cup contender, I'm fine with him on the third not doesn't have to be the fourth. Um, I'm I'm fine with him on the third line. Um, you know, maybe maybe a little second line time as uh, you know, as games go on and lines get uh, lines get shook shooken up a little bit. Um but yeah, uh, and I didn't mean to take anything away from the effort uh, that that he has put in this year because uh, this is not the same Jimmy V Z that we had first time around, definitely not. So yeah, he definitely deserves uh, accolades for the way he's playing. Um, and, and and good point on on uh, on Kravsov. He's definitely uh, starting to settle in a little bit. Um, you, you, you know, because we, we we were. You know we we were not only trashing him but trashing the situation with him in that he should be you know have two two solid full years of experience under his belt already and doesn't because of the the situation what well, brought us to here but you know what it, it it is what it is uh and he is here, so all he can do is just make a name for himself and I think he is starting to uh make a name for himself now he's supposed to be uh more of uh you know, straight points. He's supposed to be more on the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the I'm not comparing him to Panarin. I'm not even saying he's supposed to become more Panarin, but I'm just saying Panarin's there to generate points. Panera Panarin's there not. Panarin's not there to, uh, you, you know, to 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 do like like a Jimmy Vezie kind of role. And I, I think Kravtsov is 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 starting to do that. He's starting to play better. He's starting to to make some nice moves, make some things happen. But he's supposed to be a finisher. Um, but again, you mm-hmm. know, he's just getting started. He shouldn't be, but he is he's just getting started, so whatever you know baby steps coming out of his shell uh coming into his own um it it looks like hopefully knock on what it is starting to happen, but he is definitely uh more noticeable than he was uh early on in the season to this point um and I, uh, I I I I want to give some credit to Halak. I mean, we we've been trashing him all year, and rightfully so. Uh, you know, it was like deja vu with Georgiev last year, uh, and then Georgiev turned it around a lot later. Uh, I believe he won his last seven in, uh, of the season. Uh, you know, to give Igor the the much needed break, and um, you know, because if you remember. I think Igor was playing a lot more than he should have because Gallant was afraid to put in Georgiev, and then all of a sudden Georgiev started playing well, uh, and mm-hmm. then he got a lot more starts. So I think we were rapidly approaching uh, that that point in which he was going to be afraid to put in uh, to put in Halak, and you know you, you have you have to eat up some of them some you know some starts uh, uh, you know for, for for your for your starter for Igor. So Halak I think is noticeably better the last few games, uh, he looked pretty good, I think, Um, the the, the game against Florida, um, he was decent enough in that game uh, that we were at in Philly, and I thought there was one in between there, so there's two wins right there, Uh, I thought there was one in between there, and I was looking it up right before the call, uh, and I couldn't find it, but did he play, he he had to have played a game in between... um, uh, in between Philly and Florida. did any did does anybody can point a game no. that he played in that span? still? I don't know. No, nah, he, he did. nah he didn't No nah, he didn't. Got...
1: Okay Yeah, we, we unfortunately we, we didn't get to see the we, we didn't see the great Shisturkin when we showed up. Uh but he all he had to do was Brad. hold the hold the serve. All he had to do was just hold you know, uh hold 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 the ground and and we got some actually some, in that game, as you guys know, being there. Uh, we had actually good defense that turned into office that got separation from the flies But before that, we he didn't play, uh, mm-hmm. to what a couple of weeks before that versus the Blackhawks. He didn't he didn't play, he only played like every two weeks at that right. rate since December, since the beginning of December.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. so I guess we we had gotten to that point because I thought he was playing too much. I, I, uh You know, up until he started to play better, and I remember saying like he's starting again, and just you know being terrified of the game where he was starting. So, so I guess Golan had gotten to the point where he was afraid to start Halak. But so I do want to give Halak some credit; he's won his last two. Uh, I don't remember his start before Philly. Um, We'll just assume that he didn't win it. it. But so he's won at least his last two. Okay, what do we do? Oh, the one at home, right? Were we just uh, another stinker? No, I think uh, – was that the
1: – no, yeah. No, we were in Chicago, were we not? Oh, no, in yeah, Chicago we
2: won,
0: when we won 7-1. We won that that wasn't a lock, though, was it?
1: Back the, in December, the 7-1, lately, what game was
0: it? That, that, the two, Oh, that was the back-to-back. Chi-
1: okay, he, did a, he had to fill it. It was, a, it was the one um, – the lost game. It was, it was okay. I'm getting confused because he 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 had the front and the game we were at. Then the next thing, Sh- circuit was in Chicago. I'm sorry, it was the one a couple right. weeks ago uh, at home, at home, at home.
0: Okay, the home Chicago. Okay, so the the whole team didn't really didn't really play uh, well. And I want to say that, and I, I don't remember, but I want to say that I thought he looked better in that game even though they didn't win the game I thought he looked better like it started to change I, I don't quote me on that but in any case he has won his last two yeah three goals in each uh, and he got help from the offense but he did make some nice saves and, and, and there were some great saves uh, in, in the Florida game um, so he you know he has won his last two um, obviously the idea when he starts just get those points Um you, you, you know, if the Rangers can win, can win. And When I say shootout I don't mean an actual shootout I mean, you know, gunsling and shootout Of, uh, you know, five, three, six, three, whatever That's fine, just be on the winning end of those But he has made some noticeable saves In both those games, so uh, Two in a row for him, well-deserved um and, and hopefully that'll get his confidence back because obviously that was a big problem with Georgie. Like you could see in his face that uh, he was miserable out there until he started to turn it around. So hopefully uh, you know these last two games are something to build on. Him. But the moral of the story, I do want to give him a little credit because he has looked a lot better as of late, and he's uh, he's won two in a row, and I think he uh, he definitely deserves and has earned those two. So uh, yeah, so there there there's my, my uh, there, there's my Props, v- VZ and Halak
1: okay. uh, as of late. All right. Well, see, we're going to do go as to... many of these places as we can. Hold, hold on, Glenn. Let, me, let me go to Scott real quick. Let me okay. ask yeah, you this, yeah, Scott, I'm go going to uh, – yeah. Scott, so let me ask you this. As far as Halak, uh, I guess his next start will probably be, in theory, based on the pattern, would probably be probably be the second time we play the Canadians at home because I do not see him – uh, I don't see him being on the back end of that uh back to back on the road in Columbus. So meaning uh the next the, the next time the Rangers play a back to back will be in what, a couple of weeks and they have a home game versus Canadians. Uh not the next game when they go to uh the game you're probably going to right this week, right? But yeah, the yeah. one they come back to to the Garden, I think that's the next time Halat play, you know, outside of barren injury, right? I mean that's probably the next time we'll see him start, right?
0: Yeah, that that sounds about right. I was actually wondering if he might if he might get the start uh, on Thursday, but I can't see Halak getting two out of three starts, Marshall? especially. Yeah, I just um, I don't know. I, I was wondering. I didn't. I didn't. Think he was going to start on Thursday, but I was just wondering if maybe he might be because they're playing Montreal, who is uh, you know they they they, have, they were decent enough to start the season. Now it looks like they're kind of falling apart, which uh, to Patrick's uh, excitement because I don't know if you guys have been following that junior tournament, but uh, you know Connor Bedard, twenty one points, five games. I mean this guy's ridiculous. Um, so you know he he's got his eyes on uh, on tanking for that. Uh, uh, for, for, for for that number one pick, um, so th- and they're I, I don't want to say they're tanking, but they're starting to you know whatever, whatever momentum they had to try and keep their head above water, they were they were treading water for the first uh, 20 games, and now it looks like they've uh, they're starting to sink down to the bottom. Um, so I was wondering because you know it, 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 because you know it's Montreal and. Whether or not uh, you know he might get the start, but but yeah, I don't see Halak getting two out of three uh, two out of three games. So yeah, it'll probably be uh, be Igor on Thursday, and yeah. So what? See what you Glenn, said. Uh, the math checks out as to uh, that that back to back.
1: Yeah, Glenn, you were about to say something, but what are your thoughts on that? Because we were just saying how everything is cluttered within the division, and Scott made the point as far as what this, the third of the season has been pretty much done now, and now you have all these teams all in a bunch. I don't see you throwing your backup goalie just to throw them in there when you're trying to fight for playoff position. you got to go with your best what you got right now, I think. But you know, anything you want to say to that, and also you were about to say something else, and if you want to go back to Scott on something far away, if you want to name another Rangers player that you know, should be better, is at where they at. I, I mean, i got a couple of names in mind. I'll probably,
2: uh, throw some names at you guys after that. Oh, I I got about five things that that, uh, I came up with while Scott was talking. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, as far as Halak, he might get that Minnesota game next Tuesday. Um, Because if you give Igor Montreal and the Devils, and then Halak plays Minnesota, then uh, you can have Igor play uh, Dallas and Montreal and then give Halak that Columbus game. So, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Halak played against Minnesota, but... Um, he may not, uh, because then after after that Columbus game, you got Boston, Florida, Toronto, and Vegas. So, um, you know, I don't know, but he he, he might he might start locking that Minnesota game. I don't know what you guys think about that, um, but uh, um, anyway, yeah, I I just wanted to clarify one thing with Jimmy Vesey. About, about Scott was saying, I mean, you know, you guys know uh, the last couple of shows we've been on. I've been saying you're not going to win a Stanley Cup with Jimmy Vesey on your first line. So. I agree there's there's a need on that first line, right wing. All I was saying about VZ is that right now, whether it's uh, injury or uh, bad play or whatever, wherever they seem to plug him in, he seems to work right now. But, no, that, that's not a long-term plan, I don't think. Um, you know, and, and one other guy that I would mention that, that uh, we didn't talk about is Gautier. I think Gautier has played well uh, recently. Um, I mean, I think he's got – more talent than uh he should be on the fourth line but again uh you know just the way the roster plays out uh that's the spot he's got to play but I think any combination of that fourth line whether it's you know VZ Goudreau uh Brzezinski Gauthier um you know that that fourth line has been pretty good but Gauthier I think is another guy that I would uh, mention as somebody who uh I think has played very well um now the one the one thing I would ask you, Steve, about Keandre is you said he's about where you expected him to be. Does that mean you expected yeah. him to be very good, uh, and he is, or did you expect him to be really good, and he's raised you know your expect you know your expectations were higher for him, and he's starting to meet them? Um, so I, I was just wondering where you are on that because I've been impressed with him lately. Yeah, I mean, I... steady incline.
1: Uh, playing a lot of, uh, he To me, he just play. He gets, he gets he gets better as the season has gone. That's been the case. Yeah. Ever you know, yeah. since he's come, so he's kind of at where I'm expecting him to be. I think I think he's a very solid player. Who could be I'm not he's not the ultimate two way player but he could be explosive in the, with, with spurts. like he'll he'll if you catch him sleeping if or teams catch him sleeping he'll turn up one on you and get a, a cheap goal uh because of his long arms long reach poke check stuff like that, and he's an excellent skater and, you know excellent defender knows how to get guys against the boards mm-hmm. i mean he's at exactly where i think he was at i mean I'm up the <laughs> one guy back there too and this might be controversial because we're talking about the way I'm looking at this ratings of has this guy got better or has he gotten worse or is he where he, where he is? I I hate to say it. I think, I don't know what you guys say. You guys might throw me off the air for saying this. Listen, I like him and I really do. I thought two years ago he had an all time season at defenseman and he's he's a steady force there, but Adam Fox, He's not – we'll give him time. He's fantastic player, but not where he was two years ago. And what are your thoughts on that?
2: I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, I mean, he had a spectacular year that oh, year. Oh, I love him. Did yeah, you know no, him? I do too. No, I do too. Um, I mean, he's still getting his points. Um, maybe his yeah. play isn't as, uh, you know – Flamboyant the wrong word, but you know where, where you noticed his rushes and you noticed his you know moves and going around guys and everything, um yeah, I don't think I've seen that this year, um and maybe uh you know especially when Lindgren was out for those few games, um, you know he he seemed kind of not himself to me no, i mean I, I think he's I think he's leveled off at a high level I shouldn't use the same word there, but I think he's, I think he's he's mm-hmm. leveled off. Uh, where he was from a couple of years ago or, or maybe even just slightly, uh, come backwards. But I mean, he's still to me, uh, you know, one of the top defensemen in the league. And, uh, um but yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with you there, Steve. I think he's not as, uh, you know, not as, I wouldn't say noticeable, but, uh, you know, not where he was in the, the Norris here.
1: Right, right. Scott, what are your thoughts? And, I, you know, it's, it's the same argument we said for all the Ranger players. Like, Kreider. I mean, that was to be expected. There's no way Kreider – I mean, we say this all, every other other show about Kreider. Who's going to pick up the slack? He's a, I'm using that as the, the example, okay? Is Adam Fox what he was two years ago? And it's okay to say no because you know how, you know, hockey fans can be. And if you were in love with a guy, he, he could do no wrong. I mean, let's be honest. You know, I mean, it's not a knock to it. It's just a, hey, man, you know, you ain't exactly where
0: you were two years ago, but you're still doing good, though. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's okay because, you know, it's a similar situation to Igor. Remember, because uh, cause when these guys win those awards, the Norris and the Vesna, that early in their careers, it sets such a high bar for themselves and and the expectations for us as fans are now through the roof i mean adam fox wins the norris in his second season at age 23 uh you know now we expect the norris here every year and we're you know the the brian leach comparisons and whatnot Mm -hmm. um so just you know he's still very 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 good he's still easily one of the top defensemen Mm -hmm. in the league it's just now we're comparing that bar of that norris year and it just Mm -hmm. seems like he's taken a step back but i mean i guess in reality he has but it's just because he's not quite at that you know uh looking like the like the norris like norris winner that that he was he will win the Mm -hmm. norris again um you know, I don't think he's necessarily having a bad year. It's just that bar is so high from two years ago. And right. the same with Igor. And we addressed that earlier in the year. We said mm-hmm. that he looked, you, you know, Igor, and he, and he, you know, he's settling in definitely. Um, no, not quite at the level he was last year, uh, you know, when he That's went to honesty, Vesna. Love honesty, man. Love it. Love the honesty. Yeah, Love yeah, Love the honesty. But keep going, bro. Keep, keep, yeah. keep going. <laughs> <slow> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, you know, when you said that kind of bar, he was what twenty six last year. Won the Vesna. Had not only did he win the Vesna, but he had, a, you know, he had a, a season for the ages with that goals against. Um, so you know that all of a sudden sets sets an enormous bar. And you know he was, but the, the year before that, you know, we were very impressed with him. And I don't remember who it was, Glenn or RP. I think it was um, they pointed out that you know he he's putting up very similar numbers. To the season before he won the Vesna two years ago, and that was a good season and We were impressed by what what we we saw out of him so we're just comparing it to last year when he put up you know a season for the record books, and we're mm-hmm. saying. Well, you know, he's, he's lost it But, you know, just because he's not playing that high So I think it's a similar situation with Fox um, And, you, you know, we, we know what we've got with, with, with Fox And, you know, they, they, that was not the last Mark, mark my words, you know, that was not the last Norris He's going to win
1: mm-hmm. So, okay, Lafayette, what do you feel about him? Is he pretty <laughs> Is he? All right,
0: let
1: him go. You, <laughs> you, know, you go beat me to it. it. You <laughs> beat me to it, Steve. You beat me to it. Uh, 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 let's go to Scott again to go back to Glenn on that. me I, I, I'm a, I, you know, for the expectations, number one draft pick, and I know number one draft picks are not all created equal, but I, come on, man. I mean, I like his game, but I, 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 I echo RP when he said it at the beginning of the season or in the offseason.
0: season. I <laughs>
1: expected more. to Be honest with you. Mm-hmm. just a little bit more
0: yep obviously Scott go you
2: got one
0: yeah all right uh, thank you um <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I think we're all in agreement that uh that we would like to see more out of at this point he's what 20 is he 21 or did he turn 22 yet not that there's that much of a difference he's either 21 yeah. or 22 fine so um uh, you know, we, we we saw big strides out of him in the playoffs uh last year and it doesn't look like he's he's progressed to to the next level. We've definitely seen it out of Kako because it's funny because I remember saying how in the playoffs last year and early on in this year um, out of that kid line i think hele and Lafreniere were, were the two most noticeable uh and now i think it's hele and and Caco is as, as the most noticeable and yes if we you know one one more added to the uh to the props list is Kako uh got to give him props for the way he's looked in the last like i don't know several weeks or months uh he's definitely settling in there and and deserve you know prove prove that he's should be on the top six uh he had two you know gorgeous assists the other night um he uh I know he had points tonight too uh he had one of the stars um I can't place exactly what he did but I know you know that, that's a couple of games in a row now uh and, and he's definitely starting to come on so I mean I know that Lafreniere is a year behind them uh you're behind him um You know, so it's still a natural progression. But, yeah, I think uh, it's not a stretch to say we would like to have seen a little more progression out of him by now uh, in this year, I think people are making way too big of a deal uh, about the you know about the benching, about the healthy scratch. There was a uh, you know about, about maybe an hour ago or so a, a notification came in from from the score app that said, and I, and I was getting nervous when I see those because it's usually about an injury or something, and I see like the little S in the top of the screen, and, and I only have notifications uh, for the Rangers. I don't none of my other teams, uh, Mets, Giants, Maryland, none, none of my other teams get notifications so and I don't and, and it's only news it's not it's not scores so when I see that notification to the top I'm like oh crap what is this and it was just an article saying Lafrenge uh, Rangers confirm Lafrenier not on the trading block I'm like um, okay that's we knew that so the the point is there people are making way <laughs> too big a, a deal out, out of this one game healthy scratch you know he did it last year he benched him last year for a game he came back and scored two goals in the next game um you, you know we and he was looking for a for a similar uh for 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 a similar uh you know response out of him and I and I think you know he he's very mature he was mature from day one in terms of that he wasn't going to pull the crafts off you know he he wasn't going to take off and say screw it I'm going back to Canada no you know he he's a professional and I think he got the message and um You know, but yes, I I would like to see uh, uh, a little more progression out of him. I think, you know, he's great with the playmaking, but – you know, I, I want to see more points out of him. You know, some of these Panarin type passes he should be doing by now. Um, you know, the, the, this finishing, uh, you know, being able to finish. He's he he he's not not the sniper we thought we were gonna get, but again, he's 21, maybe 22. Same thing. Um, you know, still plenty of time. Um, you know, he's definitely not a bust, but, you know, we were expecting, uh, you know, the, the stuff we're seeing out of Conor Bernard in, in, in the juniors, uh, we, we saw that at Lafreniere before he drafted him, um, you know, same with Kako. Um, and, you know, maybe he will be that, maybe he won't. But I think we we would definitely like to see, uh, you know, him pick up the pace with the progression a little bit. I think he's been on New York. He's been in the playoffs, a very lengthy playoff run for his first playoff appearance. And I think he handled it very, very well. Uh, I, know I, I know I had said that, that, you know, from, from, from his first game out there, he looked like, uh, you know, a six, seven-year vet. Uh, last year in those playoffs, so um, you know, but it's time to, to take the next step. And I don't, I, I, I I'm total agreement that I, I, I don't see a big enough step thus far to this point. I'd like to see him, uh, him pick it up and take it to the next level because he has not yet.
1: Hey, Glenn, what are your thoughts on that? On
0: progression, well, regression, yeah.
1: Lafriere?
2: You know, we were just talking about expectations, and I think we went into the season. Everyone was saying. Oh, Igor, Igor can't match what he did last year. Quarter can't match what he did last year. You know, we're talking about Adam Fox and, you know, if he's had a little bit of a regression too. And I think there was an expectation uh, after the benching last year, how uh, Lafreniere responded to that and right in through the rest of the season and into the playoffs. And I think there was an expectation, and I'll even say on my part, that first game back from the benching, I expected to see him all over the ice. And I'll be honest with you guys. Tonight in the third period, I had to go on, uh, uh, go on and see the, uh, uh, the stats and see how many minutes he had played. Because I was like, I haven't seen him. Has he been benched? Did he get hurt? Did I miss something? Um, and, again, it was just I don't remember seeing him out there at all. And, um, no, I, 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 I try to remember that he's 21 years old as well. Uh, I think we've seen uh, a, a major improvement in Kako this year uh, and Lafreniere is a year behind him. Um, you know, now after this benching, all of a sudden you start hearing things, oh, you know, Jeff Gordon loves him, and, you know, they they love him in Montreal. The same thing that everybody was saying when Kako got benched. Right? Oh, Rangers are giving up on him. He's gone. He's going to be in the first trade they make. And, no, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see him go at all. The kid is 21 years old. And, you know, the last couple of weeks I keep thinking when I see criticisms of him and, and everything that it it reminds me of what John Maris said about uh, Daniel Jones last year when he said, we've done everything we can to screw this kid up since he got here. I always feel like they've done that a little bit with Lafreniere, too, other than the consistency of, you know, when, when he was playing with uh, – uh, Heedle and, and Kako on the you know the kid line, um, you know it's like right, he's on the fourth line, he's on the third line, let's throw him on the second line, let's let's change his position to right wing and put him on the first line. I mean they're doing all kinds of stuff to this kid that I think is retarding his development, um, and uh, you know I, I I mean Rangers have a reputation of not having a good track record of developing their prospects, but. Um, I keep wanting to remember and and want everyone to remember that he's 21 years old. What were you guys doing when you were 21 years old? What what was your maturity level? Where was your head at the time? Um, So, you know, this kid is 21 years old and he's in his third year in the National Hockey League. Can we give him a break? Um, But I think that the responsibility lies both with the player and the coaching staff and the organization as a whole to – you know, put this kid in a position to succeed, right? That's what, that's what everybody in every sport, football, especially, they say, you know, the coach, uh, you know, what, what all the giant players are saying about, uh, about day Bowl. Um, he puts us in a position to succeed and that's what they got to do with this kid. I think, um, you know, I, th- I think he's feeling a lot of pressure. Uh, I'm feeling pressure for him. I can imagine what he's feeling. And, uh, it's inexcusable that he's not noticeable on the ice, whether it's you know checking or playing defense or working hard. That's on him, but uh you know, I think some responsibility lies with the coaching staff and the, and, and the organization and uh this kid was a first round pick. You don't fool around with a first round pick it, 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 that especially came with a reputation that he came with consensus number one pick, every hockey expert around was saying this, we're calling him generational. Um, and maybe he's not going to be generational, but, uh, you know, what we saw in, in juniors tells me that this kid's got amazing talent and they just have to find a way to, to tap it. And, um, you know, the responsibility lies everywhere, but um, I really expect this kid to be, you know, not maybe not a superstar, but a, a real top-level player in this league. And I think he just needs a little more time. And if that sounds like I'm just making a bunch of excuses for him, I guess I am because I think he's got it in there somewhere. We've seen flashes of it. And I think it would be uh, just a a sin for them to give up on him and move him at this age. So that's where I stand on him. But, uh, uh, you know, I don't know how you guys feel. If you want to give him a break or you think, you know, obviously the production (laughs) has not been there. But uh, (laughs) – Yeah, that's kind of how you I
1: know,
2: I, feel I mean, this, this is, we might need a whole separate episode on this.
1: Um yeah. Not that yep. you're, I mean, I agree with a lot. With, I agree with a lot with what you're saying, but because we're running out of time, uh, maybe the uh, next uh, show that we do not have a um, a post game because next week's the post game versus Minnesota. Let's. Address, I mean, I mean, maybe he'll make up for some of that, or he'll have something tangible for it, in there. We'll talk about it, but let's wrap it up. So we gotta, uh, we got we to get off the clock. But, Scott, give us your final thoughts. Give us, like, two minutes. Same thing from Glenn, two minutes and we're out. Uh, shout out to you guys and shout out to RP. He's still a little under the weather. And, of course, two-point win versus the division-leading Carolina Hurricanes. A very good night. Final thoughts on you, Scott, and thank you very much for all you do. Final thoughts.
0: Um, I want to use my final thoughts uh, to bring up a name that we have not talked about, uh, I think, since last year, uh, and that name is Alex Ovechkin, and I think we need to start really having this conversation, uh, another two goals tonight, uh, he is now, what is that, 808, I believe, 28 goals on the year, not even halfway there, Uh Barring injury, this is going to happen. Like, this is happening. Uh, he's going to beat Gretzky. It's, yep. you know, again, barring injury, it's pretty much 100% guaranteed as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, we all love Gretzky and whatnot. Uh, I know Al- Alex Ovechkin has his lovers, has his haters, whatever. I'm, I'm a fan of the guy. He's a gamer. Uh, I mean, Yeah guy doesn't know how to play defense and I you know and now it's seems even more noticeable. I mean he's, he's not even trying to get back now in his old age. Uh but that's just, you know, who he is. Uh but uh you know, I remember doing doing the math going into this year. I think he needed thirty nine a year for the next three years to do it and uh he's on pace for he's coming up on a fifty goal pace for this year at age thirty seven. So uh uh, you know, anything over thirty nine, uh, you know, is, is you know, we'll, we'll cut it down for the next two years, and I don't think it's it's a stretch to say at this point that, uh, barring injury, uh, this is going to happen, and we are going to see a, a, a re- Ridiculous record uh, in sports go down, and I'm, I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see it. Uh, and my my final final thought, um, Steve. I, I don't know if we've talked about this, but the 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 show Jack Ryan on Amazon. I don't know if I've mentioned that one. Uh, third season just oh, yeah, came out, it, and it, it, okay, you oh, do watch that. it. Okay, okay. Have, have you watched the third yeah, season I, yet? I killed it. Yeah. I feel, okay. I'm yeah. All, yeah. I watched I it in two days. Man, okay. Yeah. Uh, absolutely spectacular show. Uh, but season yep, two was I a doubt. little weaker than season one. But season three I thought was absolutely spectacular. Might be the best one. Yeah. So all right, that's I that's agree. my final thoughts. And I'm off to Montreal man. tomorrow
1: afternoon. Enjoy. Well, shout out to you, and, and Scott. We'll talk about that your trip and shout out to you, man. And uh, thank you very much. And maybe uh, in the next post game versus the Wild, we'll bring up 1923 or Yellowstone or the whole entire yes, series. Yes, yes. We got to talk about that. Glenn, give us the, like a minute and a half because we got to wrap up. A final thoughts from you. Congratulations on the win. I I'll,
2: I'll be very quick. My final thoughts are about another one of the uh, greats uh, in the NHL, and uh, if the Rangers can't get uh, Patrick Kane at the end of the uh, you know the deadline, if they can't work that out. Maybe they ought to look into Yaramir Yager. I don't know if you guys saw I don't know if you guys saw tonight, but yeah. uh, he's back playing with his team. He's got six points in seven games, a goal and five assists, and uh they're they're doing the same thing the NHL does in in the Czech League. They're doing uh, those throwback jerseys. Well he's you know, in the jersey in the NHL they're like, you know, from thirty years ago, right? He's wearing the throwback jersey that he wore when he played there in, during the strike in 94-95. It's the same jersey, and 30 years later, he's still playing. He's going to be 51 years old, and, uh, boy, the guy is just amazing. I just, uh, my jaw dropped when I saw that tonight. So that is my final thought. Yaramir Yager, uh, I don't remember if he was a right wing or a left wing, but Sabanadad, Kreider, and Yager, that would be a great line. Ain't <laughs> to let, that. Let, 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 me, let me piggyback
1: off of that because I'm gonna go in a route you probably you guys probably have no idea what I'm about to say about Yama Yaga. He's a legend, in the sense of not even just on the ice. Like if you guys know about this, uh, the social media era, uh, he's like literally the uh, the face of. Don't take a picture of me while I'm in bed with my young hottie. Yama Yaga is a legend on that. I don't know if you guys know about that. Like he's like the face of. You know, he's a hot 20-something-year-old chick, uh, uh, kicking it with them, And, you know, it, they try to take pictures of him while he's sleeping. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like a, a legend on that, calling that stuff out, because that's kind of like the, the culture right now in 2023 with social media, Instagram. So I don't know if you guys knew that outside of his hockey fan yeah. career, but he's kind of got that Leo De- Leonardo DiCaprio Got to be a young 25-year-old hottie, but don't take pictures (laughs) of me on IG. He's a legend on that.
0: He's he's killing it, man. He's he's, he's he's got a virtual shrine. Actually, actually, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt, but it, but it was actually the opposite. Um, I was because I, I was just reading that. I mean, I, I remember when it came out, but I was just reading it again the other day. Uh, as a matter of fact, she she was eighteen. She was eighteen, and she snapped the picture while he was sleeping. She tried to blackmail him and say, "I think and it was a really low oh, number." Was, it was like, oh, yeah, that's the other one. Oh, yeah, that's the other one. I that saw was, that. Okay. I remember yeah. that one. That, yeah, yeah, I, did I remember see that. that one. Yeah, oh, that's the younger one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a different story. Okay, because with that story, when she <laughs> said, I'm going to post this picture unless you pay me, he's like, go ahead, <laughs> post it. I don't care. You're <laughs> not y- getting a dime. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, post it.
1: <laughs> that, yo, he's the he GOAT for that, man. <laughs> yeah, he's the king for He's like the king for oh, oh, that that, man. Shout out to Yama Yaga. Shout out to you, Scott. Have a safe trip for the, uh, the game versus the Habs, and we'll be back next Tuesday. We're, we're definitely going to get through more, more of these players, man. I like to have these conversations where they, uh, as far as aggression, have they, made, have they met expectations up until this point. But uh, Rangers, right in the middle of a uh, divisional war with a lot of points to be had within the next couple of four or five games, and we'll talk about it next time we're on. Shout-out to Scott and Glenn. Uh Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. You're spot on Scott about Jack Ryan. Glenn, we gotta get you on these shows, man. Man, nineteen twenty three is fire, dude. I I no, I I we okay, nineteen tw- yeah, ni- yeah, yeah, Definitely nineteen twenty three or Yellowstone. I mean start anywhere with those, but definitely Yellowstone's the first one. But um uh what was I saying? Scott Jack Ryan, you're absolutely season three. Jack fire. Ryan. Yeah. Oh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's. It. I'll do my best. Son. uh yeah, I'll we do got my best. <laughs> yeah, Scott, Scott, and Glenn, we'll have to get back on that as far as uh, the recommendations on that. Because uh, Scott, I can't even think about what show like with the, with, with two spinoffs or two prequels as good as Yellowstone as far as consistency. I, I was trying to think of one like a, a series, a show like it's kind of hard to find one. So I don't know if you could, off the top of your head if you know one. Let me know. If not, we'll, we'll close the show we're so about to wrap up.
0: Yeah. The only the only thing I can think of is uh is well, Game of Thrones has won uh you know in House of the Dragon. That's an absolute home run and there's more spin offs coming so um there's more coming you know out. they okay. Yeah, the John John Snow spinoff is uh, so there's no date yet, but uh, they they say that it should be out before the end of 2023. So I would assume that that would be the only thing comparable. But beyond that, no, I can't think of anything where uh, you yeah, had spinoffs right? that were well, just as successful. I can't think of one.
1: Yeah, I, I thought about that. I was like, yo, like, I mean, the Power series is pretty damn good uh with uh with those with those series. But you're right, if you get a third um spin off or a prequel or whatever, you know, however you want to word it with Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon, yeah, they'll they'll definitely be up there. Oh wait a minute, hold on, I might be wrong. Hold on, like what what was that show? Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Like how would you put those is there a third one in there?
0: Um, they did a movie. They did a uh a movie after the fact uh, that was just centered around yeah. Jesse and Better Call Saul right. was good, but not great. So, no, I will not put it on yeah. the same level nah. as, as House of the Dragon. Nah. the Game of Thrones in 1923 and 1883 to nah, nah, nah. Yellowstone. Nah. I'm, I'm going to have to write down a list and,
1: and then we're going to compare it. But I was thinking all those lines, like show, spin-off, things of that nature. Well, well, the Rangers, hopefully they don't spin out and go on like a four-game losing streak by the time we come on next Tuesday. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, Scott, and Glenn, myself. Shout out to you boys. Easy. blue, blue. Can you
0: dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
1: Blue blee 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 blue, bly blue.